welcome back, everyone. I hope you enjoyed the tune. We just got back from a quick break. Back with the same four, as you know, again, with Kyle Machowski. Uh, at, you can find him on Twitter at Drew. Uh, wow. I just <laughs> see that's why I love the show. I admit when I do stupid shit like that. I was trying to rap something and say something at the same time, and I can't multiply. I've literally done that a million times <laughs> doing these shows. No, but it's like don't worry about it, buddy. Juice on tap. <laughs> <laughs> that's yes, and juice on tap. As I stutter again, that's why I don't write shit down because every time I do one of these shows, when it's off the top of the head, it just goes way better. I don't know what it is. Maybe well, Joe, you did six years worth of college without writing anything down so i mean you might as well just stick to your guns uh, this guy always kept me in check that's uh that was good and bad except when i brought him to the dark side but uh anyway, <laughs> back to the conversation true. here as i keep mumbling and jumbling on my girl started all right i'm done i'm done i swear i don't even know what i'm doing now uh cleveland let's focus 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 you know, we talked a lot of WWE tonight. We talked about the Rumble. And um, I don't even know. Do I want to talk about another match? Nah, you know what? Screw it. Let's move over to the other side of things. AEW, as it seems, to give a little update on that, you know, Sting actually helped out Darby Allen. So, Andy, to bring you back, Sting came back a long time. Hasn't been in the business much lately. Um, but you know, he brought in huge numbers for the AEW the first time he was on it. Actually, they hit the 1 million mark, which was awesome. And uh, he's kind of back in the business side of multi deal. Cleveland, I don't know if you've uh, paid attention to his following at all, but it seems kind of if he's not really going to be, you know, fighting much per se, but you're going to see him on the screen a decent amount. Uh, he's kind of more of like a, I don't even want to say like a, a figure like a mentor, like a Paul Heyman or, you know, a sidekick, like anything like that. But, you know, he just gets his role out there without fighting. And I think that's been a good look for him thus far, honestly. I think so too. Um, where you, where you're saying that he's not, cause remember we uh, talked about a few weeks ago in the news first break that, you know, maybe Sting was going to wrestle a match and we all said reasons why he shouldn't be. So now with this information that he probably won't be wrestling, I think it's really good because Unlike what WWE is doing with Goldberg, where they're forcing it upon people, Sting is coming back. He's helped to build the younger talent up instead of burying them like Goldberg's doing. So I really like the move. Um, I apologize for all the bad things I said about Sting. Um, I thought he was going to come back and do what Goldberg does. It just takes the spotlight away from all these young guys. It seems like... He's all about the growth of the business, so I applaud Sting for that. And, you know, to tie in really quick, like, you know, Tony Khan, obviously, owner of AEW and the Jacksonville Jaguars, that's where the creative writing and the freedom that Kyle talked about tonight and we talked about in so many episodes does come into a factor. If you don't want to, you know, be put to a pin schedule and told what you got to do, don't go WWE route because at the end of the day, you're going to be told what to do. And that could be, honestly, sometimes it's a good thing. Sometimes, you know, it, it's just a direction and then you don't have to pick your route. And if it works out, it, like the old days, most of the time, you'd be a success. Unfortunately, now the good ones are in the minority. So it has its pros and cons there. AEW, though, what they've done and getting a different, you know, viewership out there is, hey, we're going to view, we're going to show you all our talent. We're, you know, yes, we're going to pick, they have to pick some former stars. They have to get names in there. Like Hardy is from back from the day. Chris Jericho, another great name. 
uh, you know, Cody Rhodes, I could go on and on. Uh, they even have a couple of, you know, Taz, obviously, an announcer, JR. Everyone remembers J- good old Jim Ross. Uh, you know, so many familiar names and voices. You need some of that. But at the same time, you got to give them kudos for growing their own talent. And it's just, it's good to see. You want to see competition because hopefully that brings out, like we said, the best in WWE uh, in comparison as well. Lastly, Andy, over to you. I guess I just want to – anything wrestling, and, you know, I know you brought up a couple moments, but just uh, what will you watch in the future? What will you do? It's, you know, it's hard. You're not going to fully ever watch wrestling again. I'm not an idiot. We don't have to, you know, pretend to tell the people you're going to tune in weekly. But what is just is – it, is it the big name for you that would catch you to tune into something or – you know, is it more than is it more than that at the end, or is it nothing? You're just not you're never going to watch really much in the future. No, you know, you know, I, I wouldn't say never say never. Um, you know what what WWE did? You know, they brought at one point in time another sport into it with Carl Malone and Dennis Rodman. Um, you know, mixing some mixing some badass people like throwing Kyle Schwarber out there. <laughs> I mean, why, this why? guy goes to Car- Kyle Schwarber is your number one. Really, you give me Kyle. I I loved where you were going, and then you. Hey me. man, hey hey, I'm, this thought process is still rolling, baby. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of badass guys out there that that would love a you know a piece of the action. You know, look, all sports, all athletes are competitors. Without it goes without saying. Um, you know, they also want to have some fun. Um, so if we can have some sort of collaboration with certain leagues, um, hey, who knows, man? Maybe the XFL comes back, and 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 that that reinvites other people to to watch watch wrestling again. Who knows? I know it's different ownership now, uh, but hey, but... the Rock is still. I mean, the Rock's involved there, and you know. So for you, it clearly is more of you know like. You're getting the. I want storylines. I want yeah. storylines. I want. I want the action. Uh, the action's great. Look, I, I love the. I loved having mankind. You know, with the ta- falling on a bunch of tacks and the blood going down his face. I love that. I love the barbed wire. Uh, you know, jumping from a zamboni onto the onto the uh, the mat. I want it all. Um, you know, I I, I know that. Uh, you know, we spoke that it's a different day and age. I totally get that. Find a way to get it done in some way and, and um, it, it's not hard to build storylines we watch the bachelorette they have storylines <laughs> we watch so no i don't watch but all my friends do that's it, the worst part because i gotta it. hear about you it. it you watch it i look the ladies up when they put their names in there because i go oh yeah <laughs> 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 but uh no i don't back to honestly a real note is so for you it's interesting to hear that perspective because you know you, you, you want to get the names out there. You want That's how you get a casual fan, unfortunately. You're not going to get somebody to watch consistently without, you know, getting some names from other, you know, places in there. Example is Shaq's been on AEW or WWE's had millions of famous. I mean, crap, even in their Hall of Fame, they have people like from Donald Trump to, uh, which probably isn't a, you know, in some people's Gronk. minds. Gronk is an, Gronk's another one. Um, there's just been so many people in history. Uh, I think even Arnold Schwarzenegger, the list goes on and on of just famous people who have crossed paths. So definitely working there. Kyle, I mean, you obviously seem to tune in somewhat because, you know, you got a couple guys who still watch it. I guess it's my question then for you is how would 
How would WWE get you to tune into a Monday night when you're not doing jack shit and you're still feeling the weekend? Oof. I know that's that's probably hard to answer, but I'll answer how uh, CM Punk kind of answered it in the in the pipe bomb, which was unless Vince McMahon dies, but then his dumbass daughter is going to take over the company anyway. And that they they're really bad in terms of what they've done lately. And I just want to piggyback off what Andy said. I think that one thing that did brought, bring me back for that like short period was the Ronda Rousey stuff. I thought that was awesome because. You know, as somebody as, as somebody who watches UFC pretty often as well, I thought that it was awesome to see her on WWE, and I wanted to see what they were going to do with her. You know, and, and I don't agree with pretty much everything what they did. They pretty much made her impossible until she was, you know, just done with it in general, that she beat everybody. <laughs> and then, yeah, I mean, let's be honest, yeah. And then after that, it was like, all right, well, I'm done with this. I'm having kids, which I think that kind of ties into – you know what you're saying, but we need somebody to do that, but then stick. You know what I mean? Be there for a while. I think the Ronda Rousey stuff was was cool and all, but it was so short-termed, and it seemed like a lot of stuff was, you know, based on her schedule and not, you know, for the goodness of the company. It was more just to keep her brand going in, in a lot of ways, too. Well, you know? but, and it's interesting I don't, I mean, that. Go on. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you I thought you were going to interject there. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no I, mean, I, I I screwed you up. No, it's I just I think that uh a you need something like you need somebody like that who draws from a different arena, who brings a different set of eyes on it because I think what's happened a lot for wrestling is it's just stayed so so the viewers that they've had have stayed the viewers that they've had for a while. It's never grown. You know what I mean? It's cuz since since you know the whole attitude era and, and obviously you know the PGing of wrestling, it's just been it's been hard for kids to get into that. And I think a hard part too is I think one thing that they've done well is is market it recently. You know they've they've had a lot of their talent on different sports to push them. I remember when they got what was that SmackDown for Fox? They were they were doing a lot of you know a lot of guys who were in were in SmackDown were going and doing a five minute interview during a nascar race or doing you know what i mean so i think it's a like game one time. yeah i think it's things like that like realistically like the wwe for me to come back needs the perfect storm they need more talent they need more creative control like vince needs to be way more hands-off and i think that you know they need to take more and i think we might we might have just lost him for a second there. I'm, he's back. Okay, and we're all good. But to finish, to wrap up with the whole point, I think when we talked about there is on Ronda Rousey, especially is you get a big name like that from the UFC, and it grows on you. Um, you know your familiarity there with other things of that nature. And speaking of CM Punk, though, I want to bring it up real quick because I love that man, and he's from Chicago and. My buddy Billy, or, you know Billy Granado, Andy. He actually saw him driving one time while he was riding his bike, just on down Michigan Avenue. So, my buddy told me though he made he just put out from J.P. Morgan he had to put out a hundred million dollars for WWE, and there's a rumor that that money is for CM Punk if he chooses to take it. So, just a rumor out there. I, it's a far fetched one, but hey, I want to I want somebody to say they heard it here first if it does come down to four. <laughs> I need some hey, credit. Joe, 
Yeah. Now, now you asked us, you know, what would it take for us to get back on? Let me ask you a question. As a current fan, I'm on an elevator with you. We're going up to the 12th floor. We don't have much time. How do you get me to watch it? What are you saying to me to, to watch wrestling now? Believe I'm going to put you on the spot and have you answer this. Um, I'll say tune in every Friday night to watch SmackDown. There's no debate that Raw is, you know, iffy. The three hours is an overkill sometimes because it is Monday. You know, a lot of people start their weekend working. So you're not really able to watch Monday like that. And then it's three hours. But I think the real effort is put into every Friday night SmackDown. Um, you guys, if you were watching a few years ago, you know, Roman Reigns, the crowd hate Roman. You know, it wasn't because of his character, because he actually sucked. You know, there's nothing exciting about Roman. But right now, Man, from August until right now, Roman Reigns has just been dominating SmackDown. Um, Daniel Bryan is over there. You know, Big E's carrying the program right now. So if I were to sell you on something, it'll be Friday Night SmackDown. The main event picture, the middle card, the women's division, and it's only two hours, too. It's only two hours. And just to piggyback off what he said is when, when you look up top five wrestlers right now, you're going to see a lot of websites interchange like Roman Reigns. Uh, Kenny Omega is a good champion in AEW, but most lists have Roman Reigns as the number one wrestler in the sport right now. Obviously, he's related to Rock, and we're going to probably get that at a WrestleMania in the future. Although, a little bit of breaking news for people who don't follow. It's not happening this year. Um I am going to probably be going to WrestleMania with my brother, actually, and a little update there as well. They're going to be having two nights of WrestleMania. So when I went in 2018 in New York, 88,000 people. Not going to happen, obviously, with COVID. Right now, the latest is two nights, 25,000 fans apiece. Night one, 25K. Night two, 25. You still get 50K out of it, and you don't get the full 90 as you would if you had a regular butt. It gets a hell of a lot better than zero fans like last year. So there's your update there. Um, you know, it's, it's, I would say Friday night SmackDown. And that's why I say at seven or AEW Wednesday at seven, because those are the two different products. Those are the two best of what wrestling probably has to offer right now. You look at a lot of rankings out there. You're going to see SmackDown and AEW NXT and, and then raw in the next ring. So Wednesday, seven o'clock TNT Fridays, Fox, seven o'clock, that those are the two shows, and then you'd be the judge from there, as all of us are. Uh, you know, closing in on the last couple of things really quick, we're a proud uh, member of Time Skew Network. You can find them on Twitter at Time Skew Pod. Also find our podcast along like many, like the Bucketeers from Tricky Tones, BGTE. Unfortunately, fortunately, my brother depends on the day, uh, as long with other people as well. Big Mike Martinez has a great Mets Browns uh, fan talk podcast in there as well. So check them out. Time is great. We help them. They help us. Good. Yay. Fun. Uh, last topic of conversation. We can't have a combo with a group of dudes without talking a little bit of sports. I'm talking NFL. I'm talking maybe a little baseball. Let's get to it quickly on this Sunday we all, you know, have our favorite uh, moments in life. But to me, one of the best days of the year, even though it's a Sunday, is Championship Sunday. You get the four best going at it, and usually the games don't disappoint. Uh, Andy, I'm going to start with you. We're going to start with game one, and we're just going to go rapid fire. Give me a score and a reason why, and we move, and then we'll go to Kyle and down the line. We're going to start with the first game, Tampa Bay at, at Green Bay Packers. 
Oh, man, Battle of the Bays, man. It's just I'm, – I'm so glad it's this matchup. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, rapid fire, I'm going to say Tampa Bay. Um, I, the receivers for the Packers have just been suspect, uh, dropping a lot of balls, um, seeing what the defense can do at Tampa Bay um, with some receivers um, against the receivers. I'm going Tampa Bay 35 – Wow, twenty-eight, yeah. And so, hey, I mean, I I'm also an, uh, gonna end up picking Tampa Bay because they're my pre uh, preview of the year Super Bowl uh, prediction. But Kyle, moving on to you, are you? I know you're a Green Bay hater, but do you have it in you to pick Tampa Bay with the upset? You know, Joe, it's been a very challenging year. If you wanted to start from, you know, the start of COVID all the way through to now. Um, <laughs> What what did you say for Chicago sports in general and all the teams that I follow? I, I probably have a better bet of watching curling lately and getting more amusement out of it, considering you know what's happened around Chicago. And I just told, I want to pick Tampa so bad. I do. It's Tom Brady. It's you know the the receivers, like you said, the defense looked like they were you know really solid last week against Drew Brees. But at the end of the day, I just know, like so many times in my life, Aaron Rodgers is just going to throw an ice pick right in my heart. You know what I mean? So I I hate to say it, but I think the Packers are going to win 31-28. And as a diehard Bear fan, I will be rooting hard for whatever AFC team comes out of that. But they're playing so damn well that how do I how do I pick – the in, and Tom Brady and all those warm weather guys from Tampa are going to play in like 22 degree weather. Like I just don't, I don't know, man. I think that it ends up being, you know, I said 31, 28, but it would not surprise me if it's a really sloppy, like 21, 17 game either. Right. And I mean, obviously uh, just to catch the fans out there, you know, we have a pretty Chicago dominant group right here. Uh, yes. Andy uh, is in, resides in Arizona right now, but you know, between me, him, and Kyle, uh, we're Cubs, we're Bulls, they're Bears. So, I mean, they, it, they've seen all the the horrors and the glory from you name it to you name it. I mean, we can go on for days. But, you know, Cleveland, before we get on to your prediction right here, we're talking about two goats, not one. We're, we're almost talking like the MJ LeBron – argument is kind of similar to what we might do with Brady and Rogers almost at this. And now I don't want to go down that whole road. People could, this is know. what we're talking. We're talking the rock and stone cold. Let's, let's keep it <laughs> wrestling related. Okay. <laughs> That's what I love about you, Andy. That's a great point. But, um, you know, Hey, rock stone cold, Roger, you, you, you name those guys. You put me there. I'm in uh, Cleveland, two goats, Two Super Bowl winners. One has six. One has one. Rodgers needs it more. Does he pull it out and get there again? I think Rodgers does. I think it's crazy to think that uh, such a great quarterback like Rodgers only has one Super Bowl ring. And um, it's funny because we all remember the Packers drafted Jordan Love, which was a, basically a slap in Aaron Rodgers' face. And it seems like Aaron Rodgers said, you know what, fuck you guys. I'm going to show you why I mean more to this team do you think I do? And he just went out and balled out this season. Um, if we're going to score a prediction, I'm, I've got Green Bay taking this. I will go 28 
to 14. I think Green Bay will stop Tampa. I think Rodgers has – I believe Tampa blew Green Bay out the last time they played him, um, made a mockery of him. I think Aaron Rodgers has that in the back of his mind. And we've seen it that this entire season when Green Bay loses one game, they come back and just win like I go like four in a row or something. So that is definitely burning in the back of Aaron Rodgers' mind that Brady basically embarrassed him last time they played. But it would be great for Brady to win because then Brady can like put this other notch because he just, you know, shut he just destroyed Drew Brees. Hell of a career. Shout out Drew Brees retiring, hopefully. But Tom Brady shut that argument up real fast between who was the best. And I think if Brady really wants to be solidified as the GOAT, as the GOAT, I think he has to put out Aaron Rodgers too. And I think that the then the debate will slow down just a little bit. But I'm going Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay. 28 to 14. And you know what? I just have to say, and I have to get off my chest because I haven't ranted in a while. <laughs> to all the damn people who gave Peyton Manning crap about only winning one ring, Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers quietly got away with only winning one ring. I, I don't really know how that goes by the waistline because all I heard when I grew up being a Peyton Manning fan is great regular season, no ring. Well, then we finally got one, and then it was, well, you didn't win two. You went to two, but you only won they're not it, Manning does have two now. Breeze and Rogers only ended with one. I mean, it, that kind of blows my mind. Kyle, really quickly, a quick comment on that. I mean, you you see what I'm seeing, or I I, I don't get that whole thing. In my opinion, so I I thought I had heard a stat coming home from watching the game at a buddy's house that Drew Breeze is like six and six in playoff games. I mean, it's that's as average as you get. You know what I mean? And and that's on top of a Super Bowl run. So, I mean, really put them together without those three victories, it's not a good resume. Um, with that said, I breaking news on that game that we just talked about, um, breaking news from um, ONTAP Sportsnet, Aaron Rodgers sits when he pees. Um, <laughs> so, with all the with all the Aaron Rodgers love we just said, uh, breaking news, he, he sits when he pees. Love that. Um, love that. <laughs> and we all enjoy that, obviously, because uh, even me as a Colts fan, I hate the Packers, and I'm sure a Cowboys fan in Cleveland could agree as well. But uh, really quickly, my score prediction is Tampa Bay 24, Green Bay 21. I think the GOAT moves on. And, uh, boy, either way, though, I mean, to me, you can't go wrong with any of these four teams. Love them or hate them, we're getting the old guy versus the new guy in some capacity, as long as Patrick Mahomes is it. I mean, Joe, in some ways people are saying that Tom Brady is the worst quarterback that's, a, that's left in these four. Well, you know, and not to keep going down a hole too much, but I love that you bring that up because he is the GOAT, and he did throw a lot of touchdowns this year and had a great, you know, ratio. But you're talking about Patrick Mahomes, the future. You're talking about Josh Allen the future. I was wrong on him. I admit when I'm wrong. I'm not like some of these losers on the internet. I screwed up. I said Josh Allen topped out last year. He clearly did not. Uh, and you got the two goats on the other side. I don't have to say more of it. Andy, we did bring up the two young guys, and we did talk about the great quarterbacks all over the place. But that being said, of the young bloods, Allen, Mahomes, who comes out on top? Assuming Mahomes plays. Yeah. Um, so every year, my cousin and I, we call it our door four. We, uh, pick some long shots with value. We put $200, 
um, on those picks. Uh, last year we did the 49ers at 51 to one uh, before the season. Uh, and unfortunately, uh, you guys know the result after uh, one quarter. Uh, definitely had that dagger in my heart. Um, this year, uh, we picked the Bills as one of our four teams uh, at 50 to one uh, early in the season, before, way before the season. So this is before the draft even. We do a gotcha. lot of future bets. So 50 to one. Uh, man, I'm, I'm riding that train out. You know, uh, my cousin asked if, if we wanted to, uh, you know, hedge the bet at all. I said, fuck it. Let's, let's do it. Let's, we, got, we got this far. Fuck Mahomes, man. Him and his, <laughs> him and his goofy-ass brother, man. Uh, we're, uh, we're riding this out. It's Bill's Nation, Bill's Mafia. My prediction is going to be – Man, that, that's 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 the, the the score is going to be very difficult for me. Um, I'm going to say 28. I think defense is going to play some 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 big factors in it. 28. Man, there's going to be a missed field. Well, 28, 27. Fuck it. And you know what you bring up because you, you know. <laughs> Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. But hey, no, uh, you gotta gotta throw that in there. But um, you know. Obviously, anybody could win this game. I I go back and forth on it. I'm going to throw mine in right here before we throw it to Kyle. I'm going to – if Mahomes plays – because they cannot afford ratings. They just can't they, – they know Mahomes is playing. I don't care if he can't know – doesn't know what the number three is tomorrow. They're going to put that test through. They're going to take the failed test, throw it away, put a past one in there, and he's going to play. Because that's how the NFL works. It's ratings or see you later. That's just my two cents on that. I'm going to go, assuming Mahomes play Chiefs, I, I'm going to say it's a little higher score. I'm going to go Chiefs 35, Buffalo 28, and, and which will be a good game. Um, I just think Mahomes has a slight edge because he's a slightly better player, and that's what I'm going to lay it out to. Kyle, over to you. Yeah, this one – I, I've gone back and forth a million times too as I scouted this game, and we have a potential for a little wet turf as well. So I think that some of this may come down to which running game gets going the most. Uh, maybe I, I know everybody thinks that this one's going to be a track meet, but Kansas City's defense is very underrated in terms of of what what they can do, and I I think that Buffalo too in a lot of ways they can come out and. And, and play some good defense as well. You know, so I, I think that uh, they were looking at a 24-28 game, and I'm going to take Buffalo because I, I think that the whole Patrick Mahomes concussion thing is is very real. And um, one bad hit in, in that type of game, and, and he's been hobbled too with nine other things other than a concussion. You know, bad foot. And uh, they, they needed a lot last week to, to eke out their win as well. They didn't look, you know – particularly great either so um i will say that uh i think this is probably going to be the best of the games i think if if anything's going to happen in terms of blowout it'll be in the other one um speaking because of the weather but uh if we get a wet game i'm i would not be surprised if the defenses who have been kind of slandered on both sides and everybody talks about that chiefs offense that bill's offense you know that's that's a that's both that's bulletin board material right there you know that they, those guys want to come out and make some stops. So I think that uh, 
I think we may end up getting a pretty low-scoring game. And you know what? I thought that every game last week was going to go over, and I bet the overs for a lot of them, and they ended up being under. So I'm back on the under train. So well, and that's, it, the, uh, that's a lot all, of the reason, too. We're all on the under train sometimes when it comes to betting, if you know what I'm saying. But, you know, really quickly, before we get Cleveland's prediction and then we get Super Bowl winner and we're out for the night, as everyone's busy and I appreciate your guys' time, um, you know, to play devil's advocate, Buffalo last week, it took their defense. It took a pick six. Their offense, you know, wasn't playing to standard either. So you got a hobbled Mahomes. You know, the Colts played tooth and tooth with Buffalo. I would argue you, and I'm not just saying this biasly, they missed plays that could easily won them that game. A two-play difference and the Colts come out of time. So, I mean, there's been a lot of parity this year. We've seen in the AFC, we've seen a lot of good besides the Pittsburgh-Cleveland game, which is a mess, but – Cleveland, over to you. Who do you predict for the AFC Championship? I think um, I like the Bills. Um, they look they at the end of the season they were looking very strong, but uh, I have to wow. look at last week. Oh, I'm not. Wait, I did not pick in the Bills. Don't, oh, don't okay. I'm Sorry. not. I'm not betting against Patty Mahone. And here's my reason why. I don't think the Bills looked that great against Baltimore last week. I believe the score was 17 to three, where it really wasn't like. It really wasn't that great of a game. And the one touchdown they did score was an interception that Lamar threw. And you got to bring an A game when you play the Chiefs. We saw it last year, playoff run. The Texans had them down. You know, 49ers had them down. But the Chiefs just keep finding a way to come back. And it's like betting against Tom Brady. You'll be a fool to bet against Patrick Mahomes. Now, if he's healthy, now if he's not playing, then it's the Bills. But if Patrick Mahomes play, I got the score being 21 to 10. Chiefs. And you know what? I will not discredit any opinion because anything could happen, obviously, on any given Sunday. And you have four great teams. Um, I could give you a great reason why to, to want – you know, I always put it this way to wrap things up a little bit on the NFL before we get into Super Bowl winner and out. Um, it's always interesting to me because, you know, you get these – great matchups and anything can obviously happen. But at the end of the day, you always look for a villain and a hero, right? When it comes to the Super Bowl, if your favorite team's not in it, for me, at least you always want that guy. Where you're like, man, I love rooting for that guy. Like I'm going to be like Josh Allen. Fuck. Yeah. I'm going to root for you to win this Super Bowl. Screw Aaron Rodgers. He's a Packer. He looks like he uh, looks toilet bowl. Um, Tom Brady's already won six. He's 20 piece. Yeah, he sits when he pees. Um, Tom Brady's won six. And, yes, obviously, in my house, I will be rooting Tampa. If they make it, I would be slaughtered. If not, and I do actually enjoy watching them, of course. But, obviously, a little yeah, joke there. But uh, these young guys on the other side, it's fun. You, you know, you get, you're getting this the old versus the new. I just think it's a great – COVID was a terrible thing. But the NFL, for all the haters, not being in a bubble, I'm sick about hearing about how – Yes, the bubble is great for the NBA with small rosters. Look how they're doing now, too. NFL, kudos to you, the huge rosters. It was an amazing year. You weren't able to pack the seats, but you, you're able to put everyone watching the TV every Sunday for another great product without any training camp, which in NFL it hurts more than any because it's such a physical sport. So give the shout-out there. Uh, Andy, and then we'll, Andy, Kyle, and then Cleve and I will shut it out. Starting with you, as always, my man, Big Andy Doerr, Super Bowl winner, and give us your last comments for the show. Man, shout out Tones, uh, just for being a good buddy, but uh, sorry, dude, 
It's not happening. Uh, it's it's going to be Bills. Um, Bills are winning the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm going to have 10K in my pocket, and I don't give a fuck what else I have to say. Um, I, I want money, man. Um, I need money. been unemployed this whole year, so uh, it better be the Bills or, uh, yeah. That's that's about it, man. I'm throwing I'm throwing cash down. So hey, I will be rooting for you. If it can't be Tampa Bay, I am rooting for you and Buffalo because I love you in the show. <laughs> I love you too, man. No, I, I think I think I think it will be a good one. Uh, I'm excited, and uh, you know whoever it's gonna be, it's gonna be uh, an absolute legend, uh, kind of passing the torch down to a young guy. Um, and you know, that's, that's really cool because it's, uh, there's a lot of uh, comparisons to what we spoke about earlier, uh, with the Royal Rumble of passing down to the younger guys. Uh, there's a lot of parody with that. So, um, you know, I definitely appreciate that. And so, you know, whether it be Tom Brady, you know, passing it down, uh, to Mahomes, I mean, it's just, it's just going to be good, good shit. I'm excited. And, uh, just like you said, NFL, you know, thanks for uh, thanks for a great year, man. Sitting on the couch has been been great. Kyle, over to you. Yeah, I, uh, so with my picks, I went with you know Packers and Bills. Man, twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one stuck, and this is gonna jab a, a nice pick right in my heart again. Oh, uh, the stupid Packers, they're going to win the Super Bowl. But I'll tell you what's going to happen. They're going to win the Super Bowl. They're going to celebrate down there in Tampa. They're going to get back on the plane with the Lombardi Trophy. They're going to fly all the way back. But as they're going across the Lake Michigan, they're going to plummet 30,000 feet straight into Lake Michigan. The Packers will be no more. And it'll be the start of a new world. And it'll be maybe the greatest thing that ever happened in the history of sports. What and ladies and gentlemen, I'm not talking about just not liking the Packers. This shows this guy's true hate for Green Bay. He just wished a whole team, while Andy Golf claps him, to go 30,000 feet under sea level. And, and that just uh, – so, <laughs> so, you know, it's funny. I'm a fair season ticket holder. And one of my earliest memories – was being at Soldier Field with my dad, walking into the bathroom, a Bears fan tapping me on the shoulder as an 11-year-old kid and going, watch this, as he pulled his pants down and pissed on the Packer fan in front of him. The guy turned around and went, what the fuck? He knocked him out straight into the urinal. It was maybe – so I never, forget, I never forget the sound of his head and his body landing in the urinal – and it is maybe one of the most symphonic. If I, when I have trouble falling asleep, that's what I think about, and I'm put at peace, and life is good again. I I hate the Packers. I will continue to hate the Packers. It, it's like Packers terrorism. You know what I mean? It's, it's just that's just where they are in my eyes, and I uh, I hate to you know I probably defended some people, but you know what, man? I really don't care. You know, it's it's they put me through enough, and uh, after a while, it's uh. It's a little old, and uh, thirty thousand feet underneath Lake Michigan wouldn't be uh, wouldn't be for the worst. And see, ladies and gentlemen, that's why you should call me Doctor Love, because it's just like I said, I love Andy, I love Kyle, but we dispute some hate, and that's why I'm trying to be the calm, sincere guy tonight. 
especially after my quarterback retired. So see how good I'm doing with this? <laughs> Not really. I, I want to stab myself every time I think the Colts lost and my quarterback retired, and now we got to go through all that BS again. Maybe well, at least he can start a family now. Yeah, well, yeah. I, he, par nine, he did the first half. Let's get the back nine now. Um, <laughs> maybe we'll steal Cleveland's quarterback and Doug Prescott. Whoever knows. Um, realistically, I want Matthew Stafford. But uh, Cleveland, moving on to you. Um, I'm going to go quickly. I'm going to say uh, Tampa Bay edges out the Chiefs in a three-point game in the Super Bowl. How's to you with your prediction and final thought? Uh, I got – Chiefs winning by seven uh, against the Green Bay. I scratched that, X. You know what I did? Say I want Aaron Rodgers to win. Mahomes got a plenty of times to get one. I will go Green Bay by 10 against the Chiefs. I think Rodgers will take Mahomes to school one more time. See, and this is what I'm talking about with the hate. Cleveland, a Lakers, LeBron <laughs> fan. Just sat there and told me the Packers are going to win the Super Bowl (laughs) by 10. Not only did LeBron James win another ring, he's going to threaten me with an Aaron Rodgers one to all the beloved Bears guests we just – that's just really rude. Um, It's not something I appreciate. (laughs) And if it happens, it's going to be a long winter of nothing because we don't even have time to talk baseball. I'm kind of glad we don't because our favorite team (laughs) – is not looking good in the Cubs and our rival is and on top of that we're just happy the Bulls are competing so without further ado he's Cleve I'm me we've had two great guests tonight as always check them out uh Andy really quick you got what's your uh, Instagram yeah a doe seven seven find me so there you go. And we've said it plenty of times. I fumbled it at one point. But obviously, you could follow Kyle slash Juice on Twitter, and he could speak for himself where to follow you at one last time on there. Yeah, uh, follow me at uh, Juice on Tap. Make sure you guys are going over to Ontap Sports now as well for all your Chicago sports and literature needs. Uh, if you were wanting some Cubs content for the – Last uh, half hour here, whatever, we will be doing a podcast regarding the state of the union for the Cubs over at Cubs on Tap. So you can follow that at uh, Twitter. Hopefully hopefully you print me a pretty picture because there's not one in my head. So give me some positive vibes because I will be listening to that. And please do give him a listen. It's good uh, Chicago talk. As always, I said it once, I'll say it again. That's Cleve. I'm me. God bless. Good night. And thank you all for another great show and episode of Cleve and Me.